0: Hi, everyone. It's Henry DeBrees. Welcome to Agency Rainmaker TV. This is where we interview people to get insights on how to make it rain, how to find more of those right fit clients. And we're dedicated to those small to mid-sized agency owners and the noble work that they do. And with us today, we've got Jamie Roberts. Jamie, what are you going to talk about today?
1: Oh, my goodness. I'm going to talk about hiring creatives in an agency environment. Yeah. Um, oh, yes. Yes. I know. Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I, my first agency, I, I got promoted. I thought I was promoted to head of creative services. And then I met the people that I was managing the people who walked in with too much cologne and an F the client t-shirt and, uh, but, but special people, we needed them in our lives and they were great. Um, and you're going to talk all about that today. So let's just start with the who, who do you, who do you serve?
1: Yes. Okay. So um, I actually started out serving and I continue to serve um, the creatives themselves. So I began this uh, business in 2020 when there were a lot of layoffs happening. I myself got laid off and I realized there were a lot of people out there struggling um, to get themselves back in the market and to understand how to connect with someone who was interviewing with them and how to put the right information out there. So I decided to begin this business to help um, people self-promote, help creatives specifically self-promote because they're notoriously bad at promoting themselves, even though they can promote your business or your clients' businesses. They don't know how to do that for themselves. And so it's kind of the the cobbler's children have no shoes. So what I wanted to do was help support creatives to help them get back into the workforce. But I quickly realized that it was sort of a two-part process because it was not only that creatives weren't sure how to Um, self-promote and how to ask the right questions and how to interview correctly. A lot of it was also that hiring managers, you know, they, they went through, we obviously went through a very tumultuous time and there were a lot of people who were either new managers or just were at a loss because they lost teams and they had to rebuild teams quickly um, for different accounts and different things changed and they weren't sure how to actually find the right creatives. So it, you know, resulted in a lot of turnover, a lot of stress, in addition to what was going on with the world and and everything changing. So what I felt like, you know, my position to be helpful to both parties was to kind of be this translator, be this person who could help them understand what they need to say to a creative, what, what they need to ask, what they need to look for, and then help the creatives understand how they need to promote themselves, what skills to push forward, how to talk about what they do, their process and things like that, so that there could be alignment and people could find the right creative for the right environment
0: so you're a matchmaker you're the hello dolly of the creative world
1: That's, that's a new one that I haven't heard, but yeah, that's great. <laughs> there you
0: go. Okay. So um, tell me what you do for uh, the creatives and what you do for the agency owners.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So for the creatives, you know, I work very closely, work one-on-one with them. Um, it's a lot of uh, coaching sessions. We go through all of their materials. We go through their por- through their portfolios, resumes, how they're putting themselves out there, how they're networking, their interview skills, you know, how they can talk through their work. A lot of them are not great at that and they get anxious and nervous, especially, you know, when you've, when you've just been removed from a position and you feel, you know, a little unstable, you, you don't maybe present yourself in the right way. So I help them build that confidence back up and figure out how to present themselves in a way that's attractive to the, the hiring managers that are looking for them. And then for um, the hiring managers, I, I kind of go on the other side and I help them with what to look for. And so this all stems from my experience as a creative hiring manager in both agency and in-house environments. And I know you know how difficult that is, but having started in the creative realm, I started out as a designer, moved my way up to a senior creative director. I know what it's like to be on the other side of the table. So What I'm trying to do for hiring managers is help them understand the right questions to ask so they're able to detect how someone ideates, how they communicate, how they collaborate, how they produce work because people are not their portfolios and just because they have a great personality that answer interview questions well doesn't mean they're going to be a great fit. And I think a lot of hiring managers discover that when they might hire a very emotionally charged creative person, or they might you know, realize that this person actually doesn't work well with the type of clients we have, even though they have great work. So helping them with this strategic hiring model that I developed when I was hiring and training them on that has created this kind of transparency between the two worlds so that the hiring manager or agency owner can understand this is what I'm actually getting. And the creative can understand this is what I'm actually going into. And so, you know, you increase retention, you just improve the overall morale, right? You you hang on to people longer, you build those high performing teams, if you have that kind of visibility into both of those worlds. So um, it's been kind of amazing to see it from both sides and to help both sides. But it's it is really that matchmaker approach.
0: So uh, I also might call you the creative whisperer. Yeah, is, I have heard that one. <laughs> these people. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> well, um, and how are you compensated?
1: Oh, well, so I do... Um one-on-one sessions with my coaching clients for the, on the creative side. And, you know, there's, there's a lot that goes into those sessions. Sometimes it's a little therapy, sometimes it's a little practical guidance, right? And so that's more of a traditional kind of um, therapy career coaching model. And I also have a membership that I'm developing. I'm also creating products for them so they can get their resumes out and, you know, set up portfolios and just promote themselves. And for um, hiring managers, I'm actually developing a training um, that i I will be launching in 2024 to help them understand how to like hire creatives, how to understand, you know, how to approach that, but also how to train their team. So, you know, if you have an HR manager that's screening your potential creative candidates, what are they looking for? Because I know having been in this environment that you can't do all the things. And so how are you going to empower people on your team to make these decisions for you? Um, So that's one of the tools I'm developing that will hopefully enable people to understand that world, but also prepare their teams to be able to manage that as well so that they can get more time back in their day and they can actually run the business.
0: So I'm curious, where did you originally start your career?
1: Um, So I started as a designer for a very small product focused agency in New York. Um, and I was a solo designer and I was fresh out of college. I got the job. I had a goal of getting a job within 90 days. I graduated after nine 11. And so that was a very optimistic goal (laughs) because everything was layoffs and, you know, things were closing and. Um, so I, you know, developed this sort of awareness of what it's like to be in a very small agency environment and how to deal with clients. And we had large, um, it was hospitality industry. So I started off working with like Weston hotels and resorts Four seasons. We had, you know, different cruise lines. We had a lot of, um, uh, different, uh, boutique hotels, you know, things that were very high touch clients and just watching the environment of how, you know, the, the salespeople and the account people would handle this, these clients, it, it gave me a really good perspective on, okay, well, what do I need to do to support them? What do I need to do to bring them along? Like, how can I sell the creative work and help the account person? And then I moved, I went from there into an in-house position because I I wanted to experience what it would be like on the other side to see, okay, when we hire an agency, what is it like for me to give that guidance? And so I, I built my career up. I went from designer to senior designer, lead designer, design manager, art director, creative director, senior creative director, and then head of creative. <laughs> and so I bounced back and forth between agency and in house because as I grew into leadership positions, I wanted to understand how to guide the agencies. And be a client, so I could, you know, get the the right work. And then I wanted to be on the agency side to understand how to how to help people figure out like what their you know what their goals are and how to sh- help shape the creative from that angle. So that has allowed me to see both sides of the table and also understand the differences between hiring in those spaces. Um, so and having been a creative myself, I know the sort of struggles that you know can happen when you feel isolated or you don't feel like you are like the rest of the team. Um, and you, you know, you're emotionally connected to your work. And so that's helped me a lot with being able to coach creatives and also coach the um, hiring managers and explain, this is what this person means when they say this thing, or here's why you're struggling with them. And here's why they're reacting that way, you know? So um, that's, I feel like I've just been able to provide that level of transparency that will help people see like, oh, I see, I just need to like reframe it or, you know, change the way I'm approaching this. And then, you know, then everybody like comes to a consensus, right? So yeah, but it's, it was, a, it was, I feel like I'm drawing from all that experience to run this business and help both of those, um, those parties.
0: Well, your passion for the world comes through loud and clear. (laughs) Let's switch to the um, how question. Uh, This is the Rainmaker show. So how do you make it rain for your business, Janie? Janie? Oh my
1: goodness. So, you know, it's interesting because um, now that AI is like huge, right? AI is like, everyone's talking about AI, especially in the creative world, because everyone's worried, is it going to take my job? Is it going to replace me? And, you know, what I've found is that there's no replacement for personal connection. And so as I started to grow my business, you know, I started out with, I had an SEO uh, strategy and, you know, I had a social media strategy, I had all these different strategies, marketing strategies. And then I realized, you know, the best thing that I can do is actually just reach out to people. And so that's what I did. And I thought, I'm just going to do a test. And I soft launched this business in December of 2020. So we were still in the pandemic. And then I decided, I'm just going to spend a month where every day I just reach out to people personally. I send them a personal message. I just say, hi, how are you doing? You know, just really creating that sort of empathetic connection. And that was far more valuable than all of those other strategies combined. And so realizing, you know, people in this automated world that we're steadily going towards, people are looking for that human connection. They want to know there's a person, you know, and they want to understand that, like you're there to help them and that you are an emotional human like they are. And so I, you know, while I use all of those other tools, really how I promote my business is through conversations like this and reaching out to people directly and engaging with people at conferences and doing speaking events. I've done keynotes and, and I love that. I just, I love being able to like be the voice and, and be the person that someone feels like, oh, they're relatable. Like they get this, they get the struggle, whether it's on the hiring side or it's on the, you know, the, the side where someone's trying to get a job or put themselves back out there. So Um, I've just, you know, I've done a lot on social media, but it's always very personal and I've shied away from running ads or doing things that feel, you know, inauthentic because I feel like part of my brand is that you get me and you're not, I'm not pushing you off to someone else like you. And I think you know, for smaller agencies where it's a small shop and you're going to be hands-on with that, that client, it's like, that's so important to them. And that's why a lot of people choose smaller shops because they know they're not going to all of a sudden never see that person again, you know, right. There's going to be that touch point and you're going to have that relationship. And so to me, that's, that's just, that's so valuable. And it's just done wonders for my business. I mean, I, even with my, you know, link, growing LinkedIn followers, I went from 3000 to 10,000 followers in like eight months by connecting oh. with every single person. So it's not just, I'm not just getting them as numbers. I'm getting them as like, who is this individual person? How can I help them? You know, and, and it is time consuming, but you get such quality out of it because, you know, you, there's a, there's a mutual understanding of of what's happening. So, yeah. So that's, that's always my advice for people is like, there's tools, but like, how do we use the tools so that we can reinforce the human connection that the tools are supposed to help us with and not necessarily just replace
0: so i guess uh you and i are both uh not exactly looking for artificial intelligence we're looking for relationship intelligence
1: yeah people who get
0: it that it's all about relationships and it's it's relationships over revenue a revenue is a nice byproduct well thank you so much for appearing today and uh, uh um i'd like you to encourage you to um write articles for our new website, Agency Owner News. So it's advice on uh, how to run an agency and how to get clients and how to handle all those other tricky things like money. And uh, (laughs) there's great columns on on the website and it's all free for small to mid-sized agency owners. So that's all the time we have for today. Uh, I wanna thank Jamie as our guest and wanna encourage all of you until next time, make it rain.